0: hello everyone this is adam meister the bitcoin meister the disrupt meister welcome to the this week in bitcoin today is july the 31st 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin buy and hold Unconfiscatable. Conviction. Be a unique beast. I've got a lot of unique beasts here. Offended by selling. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. All right. We've got some dudes with some personal responsibility. Neil Wolfine's in the house. Alex Svetsky's in the house. Phil Geiger is in the house. They're all back. They're all over the freaking world. So we're going to give you a uh, uh, quite an international uh, perspective today, actually. So... Let's start in the United States, though, with the United States dollar and what's been going on, because the dollar has not had a fun week. And that kind of spills into everything that we'll be talking about today and, and, and plays a big role in Bitcoin. Goldman Sachs boost gold price target and says that the United States a dollar's reserve status is at risk. Okay. That, that's a, the second part of that statement is tremendous the United States uh, a dollar's uh reserve status is at risk i I don't agree with that I do I, I think the dollars not doing so well uh, but it's the best of, of the worst of the fiats out there what's going on uh Phil with this?
1: Well I think it's been it's been pretty tough for the dollar for the last decade because it lost its uh, reserve currency status in two thousand nine and it's just been um, taking a beating since then uh, it hasn't even remotely recovered ever since Bitcoin started to monetize and what we're seeing you know over the course of the last week is just a trend of of what we've seen over the last decade so nothing really surprising to me um, what's really surprising to me is when the u s dollar kind of somehow pumps a little bit or just like claws back a little bit of the value it's lost. But, you know, we're, we're just continuing to see that downtrend. So yeah, no surprises here.
0: All right. But I, I, I mean, in that statement, uh, world reserve, you you yourself, you, you feel that a Bitcoin has surpassed it already. (laughs) Is Goldman actually buying, uh, is, is Goldman actually buying Bitcoin? Do you think?
1: Um, it's hard to say if Goldman as like an, a company has been buying Bitcoin, but we know that almost certainly many employees at Goldman have been buying Bitcoin. And that's, I think, ultimately what really matters is this is a grassroots effort. And so if you see people like individuals buying Bitcoin, they're going to be going around telling their you know bosses and coworkers, yeah, I got into this Bitcoin thing. And then their bosses and coworkers get into it. They start telling their friends and family. Um, so, you know, we already know that, at all of these large banks and at the highest levels of government, uh, we have Bitcoiners. Um, so it's just kind of a matter of time. I don't think there's really going to be an official, um, You know, nobody's gonna come out and say like, Bitcoin's now the official global reserve currency. So we can just kind of make that decision on our own. Um, so it's my global reserve currency, but I can't speak for everyone.
0: Now, it's it's obviously the world reserve cryptocurrency that, that, that cannot be denied. Uh, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. But I'm gonna get, now I wanna go to the first part of their statement. Uh, th- they mean they were willing to mention gold goldman sachs boost the the gold price target which makes sense i mean they're basically saying uh they they believe in the the, the us dollar is is being inflated away uh they they didn't say anything about bitcoin there will there be a day will there be a day where, where they uh they boost a, they make a a, a a public relations announcement a press release about uh, a bitcoin
1: yeah, well, I think the last uh, press release I saw from Goldman about Bitcoin was something that they, it's like a presentation that they had authored, I think in 2013 or 2014, and then gave like a couple months ago. Um, so it just contained all of this uh, FUD and misinformation that as Bitcoiners, we can just very quickly recognize is not true. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I think I think they're just, uh, they're, they're a leader in the legacy uh, financial system, and they're just pretty far behind at this point in this new financial system that we're living in.
0: Okay, and a, a question since you're an American, what's your prediction for the next check that we will be getting from the government, now practices MMT apparently, will it be $1,200, $2,000, what's your, what's your prediction?
1: Uh, well, whatever it is, it's gonna be a lot less Bitcoin than I got last time. So, oh,
0: baby, <laughs> all right, that is true. Um, That is very, very true. Pound that like, but all right, we'll go to Alex, uh, an expert in uh, Australia. Who knows where the heck Alex is right now? But uh, do you, if the United States dollar, I mean, do you agree with uh, Goldman Sachs that the United States dollar is at risk of losing its uh, World Reserve uh, currency status? And what could take its uh, place? Do you believe Bitcoin will become the World Reserve Mm -hmm. currency uh, recognized by all? in this decade alex
2: i mean oh this decade's questionable on a long enough time frame obviously uh, um not going to be anything else i i can that much it's not going to be the 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 commie coin um from china it ain't um you know the the kangaroo coin in australia it ain't gonna be the coin in Europe, so it's going to be none of these things. So it's like the US dollar is still orders of magnitude better than the others. So I, I don't see the US dollar going anywhere. It's not going to be replaced as a reserve currency. It's just that's just like a clickbait article, man. Like it's and kind of like what Phil said, it's you know, it's it's like you know, there's Bitcoin is everywhere. It always reminds me, um, you know, the whole thing about you know, Bitcoin is in government, Bitcoin is in banks. It reminds me of Fight Club. It's like you know we we walk around and we're like, what's up? You know, like we, <laughs> we we've infiltrated like every layer of society, and there's this Bitcoin is hanging around and lurking in um in all of these places that you just wouldn't expect, and and I love that that that's how that's how a um how grassroots organic movement um actually happens. It, you know, it's not going to happen by decree, but by by definition, Bitcoin is something that stands against um you know the decree of uh, institution and that for me is why i love it is you know it's it's we individually choose it as the reserve currency that we use again echoing what phil said um as opposed to somebody announcing that it's the reserve currency you know and and of all people announcing it you know it's a, a vanguard um of the of the old world you know like goldman um with some stupid clickbait article like whatever you know that they they they're just talking. That's all they do, and no one cares um, except for the idiots who decide to listen. So, that's wow. Uh, that's so you,
0: do you have any uh, do you have any thoughts on gold? Uh, because uh, they were trying to pump gold in that uh, press release, obviously.
1: Yeah,
2: them. I mean, look, it's 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 gonna pump because boomers still have money. Um, but you know, good luck to them. Like you know, they they they'll cheer about their two percent gains while we're sitting here. You know sucking up the rest of the value um and at some point they'll catch up but like here's the thing like i hope gold pumps a little bit as well and and i'm sure it will um and someone is going to need to move the price of bitcoin from 1 million to 10 million and it's going to be all these gold bugs who came in late you know like that's what i always say like when i hear people um say oh you know tell me why i should buy bitcoin my answer on twitter and you know most people know me for this is like. Don't buy Bitcoin. Please, stay away. Buy your stonks. Buy your gold. Buy your real estate. Buy everything else. Don't buy Bitcoin. Just stay stay away. You know, I I want more time to to acquire this thing because these clowns need to come in later and buy it. And, you know, all the boomers can dump all their money in gold. You know, they can have their little yellow shiny rocks. Um, And when they trust Bitcoin enough, they can come and move the price to the next order of magnitude up. So, yeah, I, I no longer care about Um, (laughs) you know, uh, there's a beautiful thing that I, you know, re, um, instated in my life recently, which is don't cast pearls before swine. And I have no, I, I no longer care. Like if someone doesn't want to listen, um, I adamantly, I just tell them the opposite. I tell them what they want to hear and I do my thing. Dude, I love what you said. We're all in the
0: fight club. We're all winking to each other. We know. When yep. we see each other in the street, we know every – all my elite friends out there. We're all in the Fight Club. Pound that like button. If you've got questions, you can do a Super Chat, people, or you can uh, type in Bitcoin Master. Our, uh, mice, Bitcoin Meister. I don't even know my name anymore. All right. Uh, Neil, I know, you're, I know your name. I know you're in the Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> what's your take on uh, uh, United States dollar, MMT, $2,000 checks? loss of the world reserve uh currency uh and goldman sachs what what do you have to say
3: so i I was kind of glad that they came out with that article because i've got a quite a few friends um who are kind of sometimes some of them part-time bitcoiners some of them not that um been talking about how all of the macro developments are good news for the u.s dollar and how that Like we'll probably see a global consolidation towards the U.S. dollar and away from the global fiat. But that didn't really sit well with me because I think all of the fiat currencies are going to see a lot of inflation, a particular, I mean, that was already, we knew a financial crisis was on the horizon, Um, but now we've just had the the crazy lockdowns, which we talked about last time, Um, and that's going to lead to even more like insane, Monetary stimulus, which is going to kill every single fiat. So, like Phil said, the U.S. dollar is the best of the fiats, right? But like, if they're all really, really, uh, they're not, they're not good. Then, um, uh, yeah, I, I would not want to be holding any of them. So, I, like, I can see why um, the U.S. dollar would be um, a concern for for global reserve, global reserve currency. But then at the same time, I think we have to like bear in mind that. I, I don't want to discount Goldman Sachs, I think they probably have some very intelligent people at the top that are pulling some pretty important global strings and um, an announcement like that doesn't get like an announcement like that has to go through a lot of compliance before they can actually make it so that they're, they're making a statement, they have a goal in mind, And I just I think like everybody has to like bear in mind that. The, the, the goal of that is to manipulate the market, manipulate people, manipulate, manipulate something for, for their own ends. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, I think um, like everything is good news for Bitcoin. Um, it's good to kind of get like into the popular mind that like uh, uh, um, fair currencies are, are possibly not going to be around forever. Um, uh, yeah so you're not you're not
0: one to say that uh oh, the united states will lose its uh global reserve uh, currency status uh what would what would take its place i mean do, do you think it will lose its
3: status i mean eventually ultimately like the us dollar is doing it in the same way that all the other fiat currencies but then and what it takes big... its
0: place? Then, then will bitcoin take its place i'm, like,
3: I'm not willing to write off gold yet i think gold has a lot of advantages over bitcoin despite what everybody says it also has um a kind of historical precedent and it's easier for people to move to it also i think from a government's perspective um, it's a lot easier for them to manipulate and centralize so states are going to have a preference for gold because they can restart all of their ponzi schemes if they move to a gold standard rather than the bitcoin standard and we've seen like how quickly everybody follows whatever tune that they're playing um with the lockdowns so like i, I yeah i'm not willing to, to write it off just yet
0: that's a very interesting point about uh, returning to the to, to the gold standard because it's something that could be manipulated and controlled by by governments and thus uh, it, it be something they prefer. Bitcoin cannot be controlled at all. So I mean. I, I, I don't think Bitcoin will uh, really ever become the uh, world reserve uh, currency. I I think they're stuck. I think we're stuck on the dollar and that's fine. I don't care. And we we don't have to play that game. We don't have to. uh, I I think that's what we're all getting at here. We should all opt out, do our own thing. Uh, Don't be don't be part of the herd because the herd will always be manipulated and just listen to to what those leaders uh, tell them to do. All right. Uh, But before we move on, do do you guys anything else to say about this topic, Uh, Alex or uh, Phil?
1: I just have a question for the group. Um, if if gold does, you know, if we do return to a gold standard, are you guys going to convert your Bitcoin into gold?
3: Yes, some of it. Some of it? I need it. Yeah, I would but, need what? it to like, spend and, on things. But uh, uh, I think it's, it's good to diversify. But, um, so, you, like, I'm not going to sell all my Bitcoin. You'll convert 60%
1: of your Bitcoin? 80 oh, that's, that's that's a very
3: personal question <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely wow
0: wow you would go, go for some gold I, I think i know what alex is going to say but i'll let alex say it
2: yeah less than less than one percent of it <laughs> like assuming we went to a gold standard that's a big question i mean i i'd still much rather carry my seed in my head than um you know, my gold up my bumhole. So, um, I, uh, (laughs) I mean,
0: seriously, that's where you'd have to put it when you're traveling. I mean, that's where you would have to put it when traveling. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is, this is not a joke. (laughs) So I mean, that is a very interesting question though, Phil, that, uh, uh if it is a huge if, if the, for some reason uh, that became the world reserve of a currency w- would some bitcoiners turn some of their bitcoin into gold it's a good question i haven't heard that yet you get this you, you get best guess in the freaking space here you never know.
1: i mean i either. think that's that's kind of the the big question that we have to ask about any potential new currency is as a bitcoiner are you going to convert your bitcoin into whatever new currency you're told to use like i think the answer for the most part is no and maybe neil is a is a counterpoint here but um you know i will certainly be buying some gold with my bitcoin but pretty much just to use as decoration around my house um not as like a currency or or you know store of value
0: well i i we i don't think it's going to get to uh, i don't think it's going to get to a return to the gold standard the way things are going with you know my two thousand dollar check on the way or whatever is in MMT land, we're we're on the road. We are definitely on that path to to MMT. It, it it appears, which is the, I would say is the opposite of gold. MMT is a very easy answer, and today people want mindless easy answers. So that, that, there you go. I think that's uh, that's what we're sticking with. Now we have had an interesting week. I don't usually like to talk about uh, specific uh, prices.
2: Oh, yes, someone said something. I was going to add one more thing there. Please. Yeah, I was going to add one more thing in there. Um, yes, and- and This idea of, like, if if we did go back to a gold standard, I would, um yeah, I, I think actually my answer, I'll, Phil, I'm going to change my answer. i actually stay at 0% um, because I still, uh, I think, if anything, that would just be an intermittent scam. Um, and kind of, like, agreeing with Neil in the sense that, you know, if, if we have go back there, it would be for the purpose of, um, of being able to start another ponzi um, so it, it, I, I just don't think anything's like in my mind bitcoin's already won it's done it, it's it's a done deal like there, there's nothing that any amount of support from the state uh can do for gold or for anything else for that matter um that would entice me to want to use it over um over anything else so yeah i'm gonna I think it'll just be a show and a farce, and I think it'd just be statist shenanigans, so I'm gonna stick with one hundred percent Bitcoin yeah I think I think Stefan Lavera had a, a pretty funny uh, tweet the other day and was
1: uh, about this this uh, idea of returning to a gold standard and he just said it's unrealistic and then I responded like. Yeah, after the U.S. dollar, it doesn't make sense for us to go back to the U.S. dollar because that's ultimately what the gold standard was. It got us to the U.S. dollar, got us to fiat currencies um, due to its failures of uh, you know a couple of the monetary properties.
0: Yeah, why, why repeat the same mistakes? Well, we do repeat the same mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Many
1: well, will, many will, not yeah, us yeah,
0: though. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I've we had a, we had a wacky week here for all the fiat freaks out there. They're going crazy. Uh, Because we we entered the the uh, $11,000 realm. Now, clearly, after just talking about uh, money printing for a while... Some of this clearly has to do with with money printing uh, and the the lack of faith in the United States dollar. That that's that's definitely part of it. That's definitely part of the reason we had some pumpage. But I wanted to let I wanted to see if anybody else had any other ideas. Has there been other ideas floating out there about perhaps uh, uh, why uh, there was some uh, pump? Why Bitcoin is worth more today in terms of the in terms of United States dollars than it was last week by 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 quite a bit. So.
3: Neil, do you, do you have any theories? Uh, I mean, I would just say this is Bitcoin doing what Bitcoin does. And we're past the halvening. Um There's a lot of uh, monetary stimulus going on around the world. So it just seems inevitable that the, the, the price goes up. Like, everybody's been expecting one post halvening. It's happening, like, not surprised at all. Um, more and more people are learning about Bitcoin, seeing its value, especially as kind of uh, the money printers are getting uh, uh, accelerating their, their printing, so yeah, I mean it's just a natural progression of um, increasing demand to a limited supply.
0: Dude, it's all part of the having cycle. That's what some people have been saying too. It it was only a matter of time. Oh, is twenty twenty one going to be sweet? Pound that like button, but let's ask uh, Phil his uh, his take on this. Uh, are some of these Ethereum pumpers uh, taking some profits in the Bitcoin? What do you see going on?
1: Sure. Well, I think in the short term, what we're seeing is that, no, the halvening was not priced in. Uh, but in the longer term, like your kind of macro view, uh, what we can say is Bitcoin isn't priced in. Uh, so all of these price increases uh, measured in in U.S. dollars, I think, are are pretty much what all of us expect and it's why bitcoin or one of the reasons why bitcoin is so interesting to us um what uh what they're doing over there on in ethereum is um kind of recreating the current financial system but uh with a little bit more added complexity so it's just not particularly interesting to me um i think they uh you, you know it, it's it's just like the the legacy financial system. The currency that they're using to denominate their gains is the U.S. dollar, um, but the U.S. dollar is losing value measured in Bitcoin. So the the savvy defiers or whatever they're called um, are are taking their gains in Bitcoin. What I do kind of like about it is that um, ultimately it feels like it's built to just collapse um, because when Bitcoin starts really pumping and just going up a couple, you know, 20 percent or whatever over the last month, isn't really a, 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 a true Bitcoin movement, right? We see when Bitcoin really starts ripping, it's like, you know, a thousand percent or something. But if or when we see that again, uh, what's, what's kind of funny to me about DeFi is that that whole system is just going to deflate and all of that liquidity is going to go back into Bitcoin.
0: All right, uh, you kind of answered uh, my next question. What's next for Bitcoin? Uh, you, you gave some predictions right there, Phil. So I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that. I mean, uh, are we, for the rest of the year, are, are we going to see uh, similar moves? or Are we going to wait till uh, 2021 to get real extreme?
1: Is that a question for me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sure. You know, it, I, I can't predict the weather. Um, I think at some point in time in the future, we will certainly see another movement like we have seen over the last uh 12 years but that's just because i believe that bitcoin is ultimately on the path to becoming the the currency that the entire world uses and denominates their you know wealth in or prices things in uh so in order to get there we have to see a lot more pumps um from where we are today um so yeah at some point i think in the in the near term it'll or or midterm it's going to start uh going again i would say you know maybe the end of the year maybe 2021 but with all the you know money printing going on, uh, it's h- hard to know when because the the dollar's value is just all over the place these days.
0: All right, Alex. Any uh any thoughts on why we had this uh, pump this week, or uh, any anything pertaining to that?
2: Yeah, just uh, I, I think pent up pressure. I mean, you know, any any time something like this that's got a restricted supply is you know sideways for a while it it really doesn't take much for um for for it to like move a little bit and and then that's a cascading effect um you know so so it'll jump a little and then human psychology you know 101 is that you know the the sheep follow the um shepherd and off we go you know chasing something and it's the, the same thing on the way up and the same thing on the way down and like i kind of i can't remember who said it but it's like you know Bitcoin's designed to pump forever. Who who, 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 whose quote was that? Does anyone remember? I, I um, it,
0: it's like I, I read
2: it somewhere. I said it. Is it Odell or
1: It sounds like a Bitstein or Pierre Rochard quote to me.
2: Yeah, what well, the guys? Anyway, so it's like it's it's literally you know, you you, you fix the supply of something, man. Like, what do you think is going to happen? So, like that, this is you know, the, the thing's been you know constrained uh, and or, or sorry trading i guess in a in a relatively constrained price range for how long now a few months whilst you know the world's gone completely mental you know things are burning down you know stonks are you know through the roof um the money printers are on you know full ball um you know <laughs> everyone's canceling each other like it's complete chaos and this is the only thing that's sort of like doing its thing you know the whole tick tock next block yada, yada yada so it was it was bound to pump at some point i was just sitting there you know doing the rain dance hoping that it wouldn't pump so i'm like you know trying to dca here <laughs> and the son of a bitch got more expensive so um so you know and and then to to phil's point with um with you know ethereum being more like uh the existing financial system i mean I, I did a whole video on that so i started like this little channel called wake up and i've been sort of talking about these things and i and i, I made a video called you know crypto is a scam and, and to me uh the whole crypto infrastructure like the whole ethereum the ethereum is probably like the flagship of um what you know what this whole crypto what i like to call crypto stuff represents which is It is far more akin or far more similar to the existing legacy financial system than it is to Bitcoin. And unfortunately, crypto and Bitcoin get lumped together and the financial existing legacy financial system is sort of like, oh, what they're up against. But it's not the case. It's crypto is far more like the financial, the the legacy financial system, only a more um, psychopathic, fragile version that has less checks and balances that's completely programmatic and prone to failure um, unlike at least the existing financial system has at least, least- some checks and balances it's got some wetware in the middle that can potentially circuit break uh, a complete catastrophe um, but it's you know it's they're, they're both run by dictators they're both run by a small group like there's there's nothing there's nothing different about crypto and the legacy financial system which is why i think like bitcoin stands against everything that the shitcoiners and the altcoiners and the crypto you know currency enthusiasts and whatever the hell else they call themselves these days represent and and DeFi is just the next progression in a line of stupidity of people chasing you know the next ponzi or the next high or the next um you know the next get rich quick scheme you know it's it's literally just the same thing over and over again like i I had absolutely no idea what was going on on DeFi until people, you know, recently, like, someone said the Ethereum price went up. I was like, oh, really? You know, like, I I couldn't care less anymore. Like, I'm more interested in the blade of grass that's growing in the park. Like, it literally doesn't matter to me. Um, And, you know, I'll, I'll tie this point off with one final thing is Bitcoin has an impact on the world because it helps to change the base incentives via which people Operate in a society, um, so so you know it, it adjusts things like time preference. You know it 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 incentivizes different behavior. Whereas crypto and DeFi and Ethereum and all that junk doesn't change the the way human beings behave in society today. In fact, it just accelerates the stupidity that we are all fundamentally uh, against. With you know the essence of what Bitcoin is, and, and that's why like I have absolutely no interest. Like it, it burns me when people try and sit there and uh, position Bitcoin as you know something that is um, similar to you know to the to the junk that um, that crypto is. So anyway, I have absolutely no time and patience for that stuff. Well, the, you
0: you made a very interesting point in, in your you said Ethereum the Ethereum ecosystem kind of resembles the traditional ecosystem. A uh, finance, which uh, a lot of people don't want to be in anymore, but there are plenty of people who do. They do want their piece of traditional finance, so they will find the the DeFi aspects of Ethereum very interesting. And oh, I'll be able to get interest on my uh, locked up Ethereum here. Uh, and so for me, I pay attention because I think it's going to bring a lot of money into the space. And th- some of that money will end up in, in Bitcoin. People, Not everybody finds out about Bitcoin straight up. There are many detours on the road to a trillion dollar Bitcoin market cap. Pound that like button. Everybody check out all these dudes' links below, by the way. All right. I got to have Neil have his say on uh, Ethereum ecosystem since we kind of uh, went down that road some and, and, and the DeFi pumping. Uh,
3: I mean, like Alex says, I totally ignore it these days. Um I run ran a Bitcoin only meetup in Beijing and run a Bitcoin only meetup in Chiang Mai now. We don't get many visitors, but we get a few. The people that do come are high quality. Um, like I just stopped paying attention. Back in 2014, 2015, spent a lot of time kind of arguing with people in real life and on the internet about all these stupid shitcoins, coins, researching them. Like I kind of enjoyed it at the time working out why they were stupid and why they couldn't work. Um, but then later, I started to realize that it's just a, a gigantic waste of time. Um, and like right now, maybe DeFi works. I don't know. I haven't actually looked into it whatsoever. I've got a very, very strong suspicion that it doesn't work whatsoever. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to avoid engaging with those people um, on uh, on any condition possible.
0: It will. It, it probably will very much resemble the ICO boom of uh, 2017. People just getting into whatever's uh, the flavor of the month. Whatever. It's all.
3: Trade. It's all exactly the same people. It's exactly yeah. the same people. I mean, so you know for a start that like these people cannot be trusted. They're not very good at reasoning. They're not logical. Um, yeah, just stay the hell away.
2: Uh, it, honest, there was one.
3: There was one person that came to our Bitcoin only meetup the other day, and they were kind of complaining about how. Bitcoin doesn't have any projects where I think you can get risk-free interest. <laughs> it's like that doesn't exist. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't get risk-free interest? Like, sorry, like Bitcoin can't offer it. Neither can DeFi.
0: Well, um, I, I I will say definitely DeFi will be uh, bigger than the ICO thing. Also, because everything's bigger now in in twenty twenty one than in twenty seventeen. I will say about risk-free interest. No, there's there's a type of interest we all get we as bitcoin holders what do we get we when the forks come when the forks come that's pretty uh risk-free those crypto dividends baby when 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 uh bad actors want to make their uh anti-bitcoin coins and we get them hey that's uh I mean, the only risk there is in claiming them, perhaps, perhaps that, that, that's where you can point to, to, but you're not, you're not giving away your precious Bitcoin in order to get the interest uh, of the, the crypto dividend there. But yeah, with, with, when, when you, uh, when you sign up with something and you give away your private key or whatever, that, that's pretty risky right there, dudes. Um, all right. So we talked about, I, I knew I had hardcore Bitcoiners on, so we were going to get some uh we weren't going to get anybody uh, speaking the uh, any praising of, of Ethereum there. So we're going to leave Ethereum behind here. Does anyone else have anything to say about it before we leave it behind? Phil, did you have something more Yeah, to
1: say? I just think like the, the whole crypto strategy is to just be a denial of service attack on your attention. So it's like, yep. you know, every day there's just new, just coins that are just released and you can you can try and pay attention to it or you can stack sats and then go and ride your bicycle.
0: Denial of service attack yeah. on your attention. Nice.
2: Wait,
1: yeah. someone's
0: about to that's say That's
2: really good. It's a really good frame. It's a really it's a, that's a really good frame. Like f- for me, like personally, like I, I did another, that reminds me of a tweet that I said the other day. It's like, you know, I, I almost take offense these days when people call me open mind, like why aren't you open-minded? And like, I think in, in, back in the day, you know, when there was a scarcity of information, you know, you needed to be out there searching for these days, we don't have a scarcity of information. Now we have an abundance. And now it's about actually finding, you know, identifying the things that you value and then becoming focused enough to, to sift through the, um, the crap and, and realize what actually aligns with those values. And, and that's one of the things that is so interesting about Bitcoin to me is that you know, th- th- there's a whole community of people who, who have been open minded enough to find that which aligns with their values and then focus in on what matters. And, and for me, like I'm interested in something that's going to have an impact on the world. I'm interested in a zero to one moment. I'm interested in something that's going to transform the way people behave. Crypto and crypto and none of that does that. that. That it's literally a perpetual. It's a perpetuation of the status quo. There's nothing, There's nothing, innovative, nothing interesting innovative. to me, to about, me that. about that. But Bitcoin is I find I find complete zero to one. It's a different. It's a different. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a. reinvention of of how we could um, operate at a broader scale. And that's what I find really, really, really interesting. And and I, I, it baffles me when I hear people say, you know, that's not interesting. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what, what crack are you on? Like, what 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 are you smoking to think that there's nothing interesting about transforming the way human beings behave? Like, holy crap. So anyway.
0: Dude, most people are, are not long-term thinkers or savers. They want some instant gratification. They are not deep thinkers like you are. There, I mean, they don't. They don't care about changing. Uh, they don't. They don't have thoughts like that. They, they're gamblers, man. They want the next that's hot well, that,
2: But that's a function of the broken system, and that's why I think crypto is so stupid. Is that it just perpetuates that same blind chase for yield, which is such an insecure place to come from. Like it, it's literally people chasing, like you know, cucks and betas chase. Like that—that's what they do. Like you know, that—that's not what I'm here to do. Like I'm—I'm I'm here to create. So anyway, I just don't associate with those monkeys anymore.
0: Whoa, dude, man, you sound like the dude. I don't know if you watch this guy's videos. His name is Human. It's also an Australian. Uh I think some. I—I I, I recommend. He doesn't talk about Bitcoin, but he talks about stuff. A- anyway, some people listening will probably notice uh, the similarities. That's—that is that good stuff. Ne-
2: never uh, heard of him. Oh, he's—he's—he's
0: he's, he, he, he's good. Um, he. he Sounded just like you did just now. All right. Okay. So I, I love when betas get brought up on the show. Pound that like button. All right. Uh real I, I do want to say in terms of people following chasing the yield and everything, and I got a message from someone I met on a plane like a year ago, just out of the blue, and this is I think this is bullish, everyone. What do you know about tokenizing real estate? Ooh. <laughs> when you get that message from some dude you only met once, like a year ago, you know that uh, yeah, we're, we're probably about to hit a, a lot of new money is probably going to roll in here some somewhere or another. Okay, so let let's talk about the, the ledger issue uh, because this is important. Uh, led Phil, you, you probably have heard about this, correct? That uh, you know you you buy your uh, your ledger Nano and. They get your email address. Who knows what other type? They've got your data. They had a data breach. They lost a million email addresses uh, of customers. And clearly, I-, I would assume that everyone's email address that was stolen. They will soon get a email from a fake ledger company asking for their private key, asking for who knows what uh, recovery seed, et cetera, et cetera. Do you have thoughts on this, Phil? Uh
1: I think so. Yeah, it's it's a tough uh tough situation for the ledger team. Um, you know, like many companies collect email addresses, and it's almost certain that most of our uh, personal or financial information has already been leaked. Like, you know, here in the U.S., we had the the uh, Equifax hack like a couple of years ago. Like that was. You know, a third of the US population with their, you know, phone, their home address and their financial information. Um, it, you know, the the privacy and anonymity on the internet is so bad right now that I think the honestly, the best strategy is to just operate under the assumption that you're already totally compromised. Um, you know, there's steps that you can take to increase your security. Um, when it comes to Bitcoin, like the best thing that you can do in my opinion is use multi-signature to secure your bitcoin that you're not planning on spending Um, this way you're not relying on a single hardware wallet manufacturer or a single organization Um, but yeah it's you know if you're sharing your email address with any company you should just assume that that email address is compromised
0: well did you uh did everyone lose sound
3: Nope. Okay. i thought i lost i thought no, lost no. my my
0: my bad my bad um the the i i just want to point out this is not the the, the biggest problem is is that uh these email addresses are, are more valuable than my email address being stolen from uh yahoo or 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 whatever has happened in the past because they, they know i own cryptocurrency this way. And they're going to be able to directly target uh, people's uh, cryptocurrency. So that is a very disturbing aspect. I think we're we're going to... People are going to lose their... uh, People are going to get fooled. People do get fooled by this stuff.
1: Yeah. I I, I, I agree with you, Adam, but like that's why I said the best thing that you can do for protecting your Bitcoin is use multi-signature. Because then if you get an email from Ledger and you click on a bad email and you enter your seed phrase on the internet, if you're using multi-signature, you can have an entire, like one of your seed phrases can be entirely compromised and your Bitcoin are still secure. Um, This is really like why I've been harping on multi-sig a lot recently. Um, But that's the, I think the number one thing you can do to protect yourself from accidentally compromising your Bitcoin is move to multi-signature. And then, you know, to your other point, Adam, like, you host a Bitcoin YouTube show, so it's not—it's not exactly a secret that you're. Oh yeah,
0: with me, with me personally, but I'm not falling yeah. for that. No, 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 no. I, I, uh, it, it's out there. People, people know that Adam Meister. But there's a lot of dudes out of there's a million. Supposedly they had a million customers. I didn't know Ledger even had that. I mean, Mister Random dude in uh, Alabama that has some. Now they know he's got some easy, easy, easy target. But you made. Uh, you expanded upon that uh, multi-sig very nicely there i, I get it I I, I I definitely get it that that will that's the cure for for such a thing uh neil
3: do you have thoughts on this um well obviously it was very sad to see sorry all the, the ledger users that had that um i think like uh, there's a couple of lessons to learn from it one that if you are a bitcoiner like as a, as a user you should be um taking measures to reduce your risk. So, for example, if you're ordering a hardware wallet, try not to use, find a way to try not to use your, your own home address um, and then like be extremely stringent with your um, email usage. Um, and like Phil says, use, use some multi-sig, sounds good. Um, and then if you're a company, you need to treat your user data as like toxic sludge, you need to chip it out as, as soon as possible. Um, I think a lot of them, are required by law and regulations to, to like hold some of this for a certain period of time but once that time expires if you're a bitcoin company at least you should probably be dumping that and i think that kind of plays into another point which is I, i'm kind of sympathetic to these companies holding on to this information um like a we're super anal about like user data and self-hosting everything um it gets in the way of doing business becomes very difficult as a startup, as a business, to kind of like go fast and, and like provide good experiences to customers because you only have limited resources, limited teams. Um so like yeah, I do have sympathy for their for their situation. And a lot of like users probably would even if they were given the choice, they would choose the convenience and the, the nice user experience over like this extreme security. Um so like it's like well which one which one do we provide? Uh, um, Yeah, so like, uh, it's sad to see, but I I think like, if you're a savvy Bitcoin user that cares about this kind of stuff, there are ways of making sure that you avoid them happening. That said, like if it's already happened to you, like taking measures later is absolutely no use. So like, for for example, all of us probably should have remained anonymous um, rather than becoming like prominent in the industry. Um, But like, you can't like turn back time, it's, it's happened now and it's all in the public sphere
0: uh i like i, I love your point about uh using a fake email address uh when you're when you're ordering a uh a, i mean not faking it people out there there's all sorts of people for all sorts of reasons have email addresses that they're like they're fakies or whatever that they they use for whatever you should use that when you're ordering uh your your uh your hardware wallet because yes. then you you'll know uh yeah that uh if it gets stolen if you start getting weird stuff you'll know something was up so that's uh, it's
3: a bit- another good thing about this is that like ledger actually disclosed it which is like (laughs) you've just lost a million users um personal details addresses and everything like that's going to be a hard decision to make there's probably a lot of bitcoin companies out there exchanges with like tons of kyc data um like other hardware wallet manufacturers all sorts of other bitcoin companies where they have been breached Mm Either one they didn't know they didn't have like any measures in place to find Mm out and two where they found out and then just didn't inform anybody. So, uh, good. Like, it's terrible that they you didn't protect the data enough, like properly, but like it's good that they disclosed um, it. All right,
0: a- Alex, do you have uh, thoughts on that? This a uh, data breach?
2: Not really. I mean, just to echo what the guys said. You know, it's 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 hard running a company at the best of times, and you know, it's th- th- this is. I-, I think the default is you know, breaches and stuff are going to happen, companies will do their best to avoid it. Like, you know, no, 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 nobody, no business wants to get hacked and, you know, lose all their customers details, unless unless they're Coinbase, and they just want to give up their customers details to the NSA anyway. Um, but you know, if, if you're a if you're a business, um, you know, the last thing you want to do is compromise, you know, your customers. And you know so so then the onus is more so on the customers particularly when you're dealing with something sensitive like bitcoin you know you just want to be smarter about how you do it send it to a po box you know use a different email address etc um and they're just warnings for how to behave when you're dealing with um sensitive information i mean part of you said it at the beginning of the show personal responsibility is the new counterculture and that's sort of what bitcoin brings so there's a bit of responsibility required on behalf of the people you know buying this stuff not not just. Blanket blaming everybody else for losing their details. It's like, all right, well, you know, what what role did you have to play in that? Um, and, you know, and then, then also just, yeah, so, so, so th- th- there's no clean answer to this. Um, it's it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, they, I think we as individuals just need to be smarter about how we approach these things. All right. Now and we're talking about business, how businesses
0: run themselves. It, it's difficult being a business Obviously, especially today, uh, there seems to be more and more government regulations. But there's a certain type of business that isn't doing too well. And I think is it just makes things so complex when you could just buy Bitcoin. But there's a company, Tetris Capital, managed upward of $33 million at one point. They were a crypto hedge fund for more than 60 investors who pitched in at least $100,000 a piece. And now they've gone down the drain. They're not the only crypto hedge fund that's gone down the drain in the last year or so. Uh, Alex, what are what are your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, did 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 someone else get wrecked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, a bunch of people thought it was a good idea to give. Uh, their money to someone that said they could diversify for the sake of diversification. And lo and behold, Christ. it totally, it, it totally fails. And imagine if they would have spent uh, 500,000, a hundred thousand dollars a piece on Bitcoin.
2: Uh, I mean, that's why yeah, my- I'm, I'm, I'm totally and utterly shocked. You know, this is like <laughs> extraordinary. How could this happen? I mean, it, it just echoes exactly what I said earlier about the whole crypto thing, right? It's like people yeah. chasing yield, exchanging, you know, you, you, you've you got the opportunity of a lifetime to buy the hardest money on the planet before ninety nine percent of the people on the planet realize what the hell it is, and here you are trying to be a gambling moron chasing yield and giving your money to some other idiot who thinks he's smarter than um, you know uh, economic Darwinism on a on a on a broad scale. It's like how dumb can you be? Like I, I'm actually glad they lost all their money, and I'm glad all the investors lost their money. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just that makes me feel good so that that's my position
0: pound that like button for crypto hedge funds they're going down the toilet uh neil your thought on uh cr- crypto hedge funds
3: <laughs> i think they've all they've all been oh. Oh, sorry. Um, if they can survive the like salt season uh then they'll probably do all right i guess for, for a few more years but i think long term a lot of investors are going to be upset that they didn't keep up with bitcoin um, <laughs> all right yeah, those, those uh, hedge fund managers all they all do my head in. like uh, i'm not a every single one of them is extremely annoying especially on social media uh, <laughs> really
0: all right uh phil crypto hedge funds thoughts?
1: um i think i just one of my favorite graphs of the last uh you know the, the time i've spent in bitcoin is when uh, coinbase had their like crypto uh, portfolio item that you could buy. Yes, and they were advertising. You know, it was first of all seventy five percent Bitcoin, and then like a collection of other altcoins. And then they're like, "Look, we performed eighty percent as well as Bitcoin." Uh, I, you know, I think I I retweeted that article and just said if if these investors or if this company had just put a third of their Money into Bitcoin, and then invested the other two thirds in Bitcoin companies that all went to zero. They would still be around. Crypto crypto hedge funds are insane. They make no sense, and it's just clear that they don't understand what's happening. If you have a crypto hedge fund, I don't think you understand what's happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Very good. Very good point. Gamblers. <laughs> hey it was the coinbase bundle i think it was called i don't know i don't know why they got rid of it i mean i i i, I was surprised they got rid of it because i mean they're selling like six tier altcoins now so like a, a bundle uh, I, I i don't know maybe they just weren't selling it or something and
1: that, yeah, they, that, i think they they just listed dad and uh if you're listening to this dad i'm uh, i'm glad that you're now part of the coinbase team <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man oh man well okay so, so so continuing about uh talking about uh companies let's talk about companies going public real quick in the space barry silbert uh had a tweet where he predicts that that there'll be publicly traded crypto companies by the end of 2020 uh that he's getting he's hearing a lot on the street about this and maybe that maybe it's coinbase do you do you think that's good for the space bill? And do you think that's actually going to happen publicly uh, traded crypto companies by the end of 2020? Uh,
1: we already have a publicly traded Bitcoin company, Cash App Square.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, but it's, it's part of a bigger.
1: Oh, like publicly traded like crypto companies. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, we have, we had uh, a Long Island iced tea blockchain <laughs> and uh, riot blockchain, Trade. you know, we have
3: if, if
0: Coinbase goes public, is that good for the Bitcoin space? Uh,
1: everything's good for Bitcoin. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, Neil, your 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 take on a public? Are, are we getting publicly traded crypto companies soon?
3: Uh, I, I don't have much of an opinion on this one. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Like the markets are going pretty crazy, so why not try and get a piece of that? Um, exactly. Bitcoin, I think, is like has a pretty positive press at the moment. It's not negative at least. So yeah, I, I, could, see it. I could see it happening. Um, I don't think it's gonna be particularly good either. I think any of the companies that could go public are not particularly, I guess BitMEX is a strong enough Bitcoin company, but um, uh, whether they didn't want to go public is not a question. Um, but I, yeah, I can't, like a lot of the big companies in the space like Coinbase, very questionable, so
0: yeah. A reasonable, a reasonable assessment of the situation there. Uh, Alex, uh, do, you, do you even care, Alex, about uh, crypto companies going public? Uh,
2: I, I have one comment. Um, Brian Armstrong is jealous that Charlie Lee dumped his Litecoin on everyone, so now he's going to dump his Coinbase stock on everyone. So I predict they will go public. <laughs> oh wow,
0: that was a good one, man. How that? but all right dudes we're getting toward the end here we got to hear a liquid network uh update from neil over at blockstream what's the latest
3: uh latest announcement we had um uh eight new members join the liquid federation so that's taken us to 53 companies in the federation now um highlights there were coinshares I, I don't think coinshares has a very big profile with like just regular bitcoiners but in the kind of institutional space they're like a pretty big deal, they've been around for, previously they were known as Gabi. Um, and they like, they're, um, they produce a lot of um, Bitcoin trading products, ETPs, which are traded in Europe. So that's for kind of like regular institutional investors to go and like get exposure to Bitcoin without having to like buy a hardware wallet and hold the physical. Um, so having them join is big deal for us. Hopefully they'll be watching some integration soon. That allows people to um, either move around some kind of um, uh, tokens that like represent certain products or um, liquid Bitcoin itself. And then another good one in there was Satoshi's games. So I think a lot of people probably saw that Satoshi's games are using liquid to do um, uh, kind of in-game assets. I mean, depends whether you consider this shitcoining or not. Um, in-game assets for Light Night, um, and you can basically trade them with friends. If you win a skin from like a battle or something, and you can like withdraw the token and then sell it to somebody on, on some kind of third party market, and that person can integrate it, uh, import it into the game, and then start using it. So they've, they've um, joined as a member, which is good because they're a proper Bitcoin company. Um, yeah, and then there's a, there's a few others, but um, it's good to see the growth. We've got like 2,000, 2,500 liquid Bitcoin on the network now. Um, yeah, so things are going on.
0: All right, good good update there. All right, uh, so Guy, and is there anything else you want to bring up uh, before we uh, close out the show there, uh, Neil? Is there any, anything else you want to say about Blackstream, et cetera? The floor is yours.
3: I'm good. Um, thanks a lot for having me on the show. Um, it's been good uh, hanging out with uh, Phil and Alex as well. Um, uh, I've connected with Phil before, but uh, not Alex, so always good meeting making connections through through your yeah, show pleasure man
0: awesome uh all right well let's move on to uh alex here do you have any uh closing uh thoughts anything that any update about your business
2: uh i, I mean we're still you know battling the whole you know, regulatory. get out of them um uh accounts sorted out so we can roll out in Europe um got some exciting new stuff effective coming up which I'll announce soon but you know I think the only other thing is I I kicked off a little channel called the wake up kind of podcast and I've I've sort of been talking much broader than just Bitcoin you know more like philosophy ethics morality economics and all that sort of stuff and just just hopefully trying to get some you know peripheral um attention and then you know that that you know Bitcoin aligns with all of those topics anyway. Um, so I've been putting that up on Anchor and YouTube. But other than that, you know, just working, making things happen. So yeah. Whoop, did that come through?
3: Yeah, we got. I got you, Alex. I think we've um, lost Adam. We've lost the host.
2: Phil, oh, we do you have the, the final words? <laughs>
1: All right, so I can talk a little bit about what's <laughs> happening at Unchained since we're live. Um well we're we're pretty excited. Right, uh,
2: I'm gonna run because I'm gonna pull. All
1: right. Peace. <laughs> so, they'll, they'll they'll
2: really
0: ah, no, 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 hey, hey I'm guys. Hanging, right? Hey, I'm here. No, I'm here. Maybe
3: Philistine. I,
0: I got knocked off. I got knocked off. Are you guys there? You guys see yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Sorry yeah. about that. Did, so, Alex, you gave your he gave his closing remarks. Very good. Phil, your closing remarks now.
1: Yeah, so we're we're pretty excited at uh, Unchained Capital. Um, for those of you that are in the U.S. Um, and have heard about multisig but are just waiting to try it out, or you know are are worried about taking that next step, um, we have a vault concierge package where uh, a member of our Unchained Capital vault team will actually coordinate with you, hardware wallets. Uh, they will help you uh, set up your multi-signature vault. They will teach you how multi-signature works. And then when that's all done, uh, we'll deposit $1,000 of Bitcoin into your, your new multi-signature vault. So if you're thinking about making another Bitcoin purchase um, and want to try out multi-sig, really upgrade your security, check out our vault concierge packages Um I think it's a good way to, you know, really improve your security and and learn a new skill in Bitcoin, which is multi-sig. And I think multi-sig is really the future if you wanna if you want to protect your your Bitcoin.
0: All right. Very good. Dudes, I don't know what my computer just like shut down for a second there. I don't know what was up with that. That happens, but hey, dudes, great guest. Uh, I know Alex had the run. Uh, you all you all rock, best guest in the freaking space. That is the end of the show. Everybody get your strong hands ready because uh, Bitcoin is a pumping still, it it, it appears. So don't don't be tempted. You're offended by selling. Thank you very much, guests. Remember, every, uh, every Friday is This Week in Bitcoin on this very channel and you get a new show here every single day. Saturday, we're on the backup channel. Subscribe to that. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Shabbat shalom. As we say here, everybody have fun. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. See you tomorrow. See you next week. Thanks a lot.